Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Destroy Argos! Or, as we've coined it, the out-of-stock shop here in the UK... (laughs) So for people who aren't in the UK, um, Argos is a shop um, that you kind of get your furniture and your garden stuff. But it's one of those where it's like an Argos catalogue. Like I used to actually, when I was a lot littler, get my Christmas list ideas from there. Yeah, it's the same. A big, massive (laughs) catalogue of stuff. I don't know if there's what the equivalent is in the States or wherever, but like a bit like... Maybe like you would like a Toys R Us type of thing or something like that where you like go through and circle things in the magazine like, oh, I want this for Christmas. Yeah, well, even Toys R Us isn't available now. It would no. be Smithies, wouldn't it? Or something like that for the yeah. UK. Yeah. But yeah, I used to go through and then you'd circle it and then what you'd have to do is go to this machine and you put it, the number in and everything. It's really weird because you don't actually see the product until you've bought it and you're taking it home. Like literally, yeah, you so want to it's see in, this. essentially in a warehouse in the back, and then it's like, here's, here it is in a in a box, and then you just hope it's going to be the size or whatever thing. Well, normally, You've only got the pictures from the catalogue to go by, but normally you put the number in, and then it goes, oh, sorry, it's not in stock, and then you're like, oh, okay, what about this one? It's like one left, and then you'll get to the till, and you'll be like, oh, somebody else has already bought it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, the reason we bring that up is because of the film that we're going to be talking about, which is the 1981 version of Clash of the Titans, where this is one of the lines that Zeus, the god of Greek mythology, spouts against the people of his city for dishonouring him, basically. And it kind of starts off with the fact of quite a horrific scene where... It's a very dark opening, I guess. Yeah. Not, not, maybe not so much horrific, but like, you know, like oh, it's a bit... Like the thought of d- doing that to your daughter... Yeah, but this is like, if you think about it in concept of like Game of Thrones type of thing to a modern mm, audience, yes. it's kind of like, but how things were perhaps back in the day, it's kind of like, oh, you dishonoured me in in this way, so therefore you were cast out. I'd rather be and... casted out instead of like literally still alive, no harm done to me, but chucked into like a little human coffin in the sea, alive. Like that's torture, that is. I think I prefer to be burnt alive. Really? Yeah, because at least it's more quicker. But being burnt alive is a slow, grueling process. Yeah, but I'm going to be in that box, and how long am I going to be there starving, drowning? There's more chance of you surviving in that regard than there is Yeah, but I could be perishing for God knows how long. Burning alive would take quicker than me floating in the sea with no food. What am I going to do? What what am I going to do if I need a wee? Me in the box. Then you're laying in your own pee and. (laughs) These are the things that are addressed in the film, sadly. No, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, I don't see why anyone would do that. And opening up with this scene. And then quickly going to a more fairly whimsical opening title cards Mm. is quite, quite jarring in that sense. Like, 
how it's coming across in its tone. Yeah, the way that it opens and then it kind of tries to be a little bit more light-hearted, doesn't it, mm-hmm. it feels? Yeah. One of the strong points of the film, which has been like the, I guess, cinematography of mm. in regards to the landscapes and Yeah, they've got good sceneries, haven't they? Yeah. But through all this part, there's there's the shots where there is a like showing a bird of the like this gull. Mm-hmm. But then, did you notice like there's certain parts where it's like a sh- weird, sh- like almost like cartoony shadow thing, and it was like kind of like the blue shadowy bit. Yeah, it was almost like it was like superimposed on the yeah. background for that part. I think just... he was a bit disappointed with certain aspects of this because I feel like there was some really good quality screen shots. And then I feel like there was others where it was like really let it it oh, down. Yeah, we'll 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 get to those um, parts yeah. as we go through. But th- this leads up to this bird transforming into one of the gods mm-hmm. that lives up in Mount Olympus. If anybody knows about Greek mythology, that's where that all the gods reside mm-hmm. in their in, you know infinite power and control of everybody. All the mortals are down I'd on love Earth. to have that job, like. Job. Kind of think of Sims or something like that, where you're like you you, you can, have control over. Yeah, so you mean that makes it sound really bad, but you know, like kind of like looking at the lifestyle and thinking, oh, well, you're making some wrong choices here. You know, there's no mercy, or actually, this person's really good, and we're going to help him. And but I think Zeus is a bit biased. Very think, much so. Yeah, especially and, with the, his, you know, it being his son. I think that's estranged. a bit strange, though, because it's like, well. In my opinion, you shouldn't be swaying. You're a god, and like even a goddess, you you shouldn't be biased. It's hard not to be, but I would have thought they're not the unhuman like, aren't they? They like we should have yeah, so better it gives morals. The, yes, you'd think that when you, but as you can see, plays out throughout the course of the film as well. There's kind of like this power play between all of them, or some of them at least. Yeah, that makes them or seem as human as. The rest of us, really, you know, like they have the, you know, things with it's, what, what they, who they love and who they hate, and. But that's the thing. It's everything. like, well, then they shouldn't be a god or a goddess, in my opinion, because that part of who you love and who you hate, you should be neutral. You should be able to see it from both sides, even if it is your son or not. But they seem to be just as petty as the people down on earth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if anything, sometimes it seems the worse off in the end, doesn't it? Well, they have the the means to control what they want really in terms mm. of which is in the in its own right it's kind of like well if you can do that why can't you just make things easy for that person entirely why has it got to go through all these trials, trials and stuff but then it's like well there won't be a story then it's not like no yeah. growth for that character or in particular and as well i think it's i don't know if it's just the way that us brits are we like a good kind of somebody struggling and kind of see them better themselves because i feel like if you don't fail you don't learn Mm -hmm. so i guess that's maybe some of the moral but also i thought it was a bit strange that zeus obviously has a son on earth like he sees this pretty woman who's got thrown in this box and yeah she's kind of like mary then isn't she she's had a well essentially yeah virgin birth possibly yeah it makes it sound like it's actually worse than that like he because he can transform into anything. Whatever he likes, really. Yeah. So he might have become a man and... That's how it's happened, or... Yeah. Which I think is a bit wrong. Yeah, especially as 
we know that he's got a wife, so he comes and comes as a bit of a player, really. Yeah, and it's like you're, you're Zeus. You're meant to be a god. You know, you're not meant to be like, oh, I've got a wife in heaven or wherever. A bit on the side down on earth. Yeah, yeah like that. I, I'm like these god kind of perceptions are way out of wacky. Yeah, yeah it's just like ethereal and everything, but you just <laughs> being a bit of a slag bag. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's really, really wrong. And obviously, because I think he somewhat loves this daughter that's been thrown into the water. He's kind of said, right, okay, is it Argos is getting... Destroyed, yeah, because, you know, he's the father of the daughter, Acrisius, is like, you know, going against God or Zeus in this case. Mm. You know, like, uh, uh, you, you betrayed me kind of thing and being blasphemous to him. So therefore, takes his vengeance, you know, for calling him out on yeah, that. Yeah, but and... to be fair, like taking your vengeance out on him, why are innocent people having to die because of his actions? Like, that's not merciful, is it? Like, innocent people are getting swept away now in like what looks like a bit of a tornado and tidal wave and stuff caused by this creature, the kraken. Yeah, release the kraken. <laughs> <laughs> but like, couldn't you just? He crumbles him anyways in his hand. Yeah. Like, couldn't you just done that? Yeah, like, yeah, you could have done it. You could have just left it at that. But it's, it's then this whole thing of people were lived in fear of gods and stuff. So they obviously the whole worship and they build like temples and stuff around them. So therefore, it's kind of like giving a message to everybody else. Like, don't cross me, or you'll get the same fate. But you know, it's like, but yeah, you, yeah, you're still wiping out a lot of people unnecessarily, really. Yeah, and you didn't really need to. Like, you could have just. Ended his life, and that would maybe have been enough. But you know, <laughs> covering his old bases, I don't know. It's but... just wrong. It's like do wrong to somebody who's done wrong, I guess. And like, yes, they deserve to be punished. But like, for example, if that was here, let's say somebody's robbed a bank, what? So the whole city's gonna get punished because of one person robbing a bank? It just won't happen, would it? So it's like it's not the right no. logical of a god. Anywho, so we kind of get on to. Zeus's son, Perseus, mm -hmm. on a beach, all grown up, yep. looking handsome, apparently. Um, uh, do you not think he's not handsome? I don't really see the appeal. It's weird. He looks like a little boy with muscles. <laughs> I can kind of see where you're coming from. It's like, you look strong, but you don't. He's got a very strong jawline. Mm, I don't feel like I but... would feel safe around him. Right, okay. I'm not convinced like that he's that strong or okay. anything like that. I don't know. A part of me thinks I do don't mind his hair. He reminds me a little bit of a Jon Snow with the hairstyle. Uh-huh. But he's no Jon Snow. No. No. He's definitely not. I wouldn't be like swooning at his feet, even though he's a son of God. It's not or it's, Zeus. I, it's not, I don't think he's demigod. It's not established that he is like Hercules. Right. It's you know, although even though they're really kinda yeah. like paving the way for him yeah yeah so you've got this goddess getting a little bit upset because zeus didn't give her son a fair chance at, for his crimes of you know slaughtering animals and any living thing that he comes across so zeus takes it upon himself to transform her son into this hideous looks creature. a little bit like the devil in a sense yeah like that's but, the way it would portray like he's but, got horns coming out of his head and a tail but what is what is described as do you remember from Hercules and Phil? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the, the, referred to as a satyr, which is kind of like this half-human, half-goat creature 
thing. So that's why ah, that's sort okay. of based on it's, this is the film's version of of that, basically like a. Well, it's Sator. nothing yeah. like the one from Hercules. Well, no, of course not. <laughs> I'd even want a little goat type human. If I was to make that look a bit cuter in the Disney yeah. one, don't they? But. So obviously, with not showing any mercy towards him and making him look like a devil goat, I think that was quite a good way. They did that with the the shadow effect. You know, mm. like it's like a cast of shadows, see the, the figure, and then it zooms in on the shadow, and then it does this like stop. Well, it was a stop frame transformation. The yeah. shadow like becoming that, and then it pans back to the figurine that is now of that form. So it's almost like pawns and they're like a chess game. Yeah, it is. I, I agree. But obviously you can't change Unite into a queen. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but obviously up in heaven, I'm guessing it is, or wherever the yeah. gods are living, you can do whatever uh, well, you please. Well, we'll just call it Mount Olympus. Mount Olympus. Yeah, like okay. it is Hercules and, and this. Yeah, <laughs> Olympus, yeah. So the goddess, it's something to do with the moon, isn't it, where... Humans are controlled by the moon. And I know my sister says this all the time, bless her. <laughs> like, if she's emotional and there's a full moon, then that's the reason behind it. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we're kind of on the beach. And she casts him into this faraway land, far from where he's lived on this small island, mm-hmm. to Joppa. Where her son is. Res- resides, yeah, this land. where And where where his, who was supposed to be his wife-to-be lives, and Andromeda. Yeah, mm. now what do you think of her? Yeah, she's very pretty. She's so pretty. I don't even think she's like a real human. She's that pretty. Like literally just perfect. I'm thinking, how young must she be? But what about her acting? Not so strong, especially on seeing on this rewatch. For me, anyway. <sighs> it's... Well, I mean, you've got well, certainly high-caliber actors like Maggie Smith, who you know is McGonagall from <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. You can just tell by your voice, like you actually said, "Oh, that's Maggie Smith," and I was looking at you like, "Who?" <laughs> and then I'm thinking, "You sure she's not the lady from Harry Potter?" But it is her voice. Like actually, she looks really quite young. No, oh, yeah. Within this, so obviously McGonagall in Harry Potter is a little bit older and a bit not bedraggled, but just not Sweet. as youthful. Yeah, yeah. So when we kind of looked at, her, I was like, recognizing her voice. Her voice had not hardly changed. Well, it's not gonna really as such. It might get older when she yeah. gets older, be yeah. a bit more frail. But, but you've got these high caliber actors, and then you get a bit like Perseus himself. He's, he's oh. he doesn't he doesn't really come across as he has that kind of like lost child look about him in terms of. And then it's ex- even worse when she gets on the scene. I'm Andromeda. Andromeda, because she. Oh, hello there. Like Yeah, and then they're both touching one another's faces in a slow motion. I'm thinking, can this get any slower? Like, if you, I did that to your face, how does that feel? Does that, does that, is that nice? Like, do you feel loved? Yeah, it feels a bit weird. We haven't even got to that part yet, though. We haven't no, actually met one but another. But when they do, like, but when, oh, it gets even worse when they're both on the same, together, because it's like it, they're both really, not meaning this in a bad way, they're just a bit, Mediocre mm-hmm. actors and actresses. I just, I'm not feeling anything. Yeah. So we magically get to Joppa um, and we're in like a mixed city. And so we soon learn that there's a curse been set on the land from because of Cal- Calibos, who's the who's now the outcast and been transformed to this creature yeah. who lives in the swamps. But he was meant to be betrothed to yes. Andromeda, yeah. which um, obviously, once he got. Shows how shallow she is, um, or never loved him in the first place. 
was once he got kind of outcasted and turned into a billy goat, that she no longer... Or would you, to be fair? Were you still a nice person? If it was, if it was me and I was still... But I, if, Are you still if it, you? If it was still me, but I was like a, a monster like that, would you still well, hang around? To be fair, my favourite film of like Disney is Beauty and the Beast, and I preferred the Beast as the Beast mm. instead of the Prince Charming. So I don't know if that says anything about me, but if you, as long as you're you right. and you weren't changed, if yeah. you've got horns coming out of your head, I wouldn't really care. Okay. As long as you're not going to be horrible to me. What are you saying? If I became a mythical creature, let's say I became Medusa, well, we know but what... I won't turn you into stone <laughs> or something like that. Let's just say I have snakes coming out of my head. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> but the thing is, Paul, I'd be able to see every move you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and, yeah so she's quite fickle in that sense isn't she yeah but the curse that he's put on her is that her spirit has to be called back to him um, i'm guessing almost every night every night yeah um and he comes up with like a riddle so that it's like a thing well if, if i can't have you no one can so mm. everybody who fails the riddle gets burnt to the stake kind of thing and um yeah, this is the first instance of seeing the um, the stop frame animation of Ray Harryhausen, who is, for one of the better term, is probably the, the strongest part of the movie and the reason why most people would have gone to see it because of it. Obviously, he hasn't directed it or anything, but his work, the, the animation that he puts in, in his models and everything within this, is well-renowned. Mm-hmm. And and I can understand why yeah. that is. Yeah. It obviously we're getting like a vulture kind of looking yeah. bird that's coming on the screen and it looks really, really realistic. It like the model To a degree, yeah. But you still you still know it's a model, but I think in all fairness, this is one of the best models in the the film, to be honest. Maybe it's because it's we can identify that as being a real animal, just upscaled and hmm. what do you think about Pegasus though? I don't guess. I guess that's not as hard, is it? Really, to to do, possibly, because it's going to no. be a horse just with wings, isn't it? Yeah, but um, in terms of his model, I mean, it's okay. But the workaround with his model or the, the Pegasus entirely is the fact that you can allow clever close-ups of of you know just his head mm. and his, his hooves or whatever, and then just have the odd shots with the with wings the, with the wings. On other parts, and but then long, long shots. You can you have the model, so you, that's the work around there. So it doesn't come across as as strong. Hmm. I think the vulture-looking bird does work. Kind of the feathers and everything like that. It makes it look a bit realistic of yeah. kind of what they're going for. I think for me, that's that shot works the way that they've done it with the cage and everything. I think slowly as you're gradually going on, I kind of saw the models and then the human contact with the models yeah a bit green screen yeah a bit weakened if i'm completely honest it's it doesn't seem like they're on the same layer no well it's rear projection a bit like remember if you remember from like king kong mm -hmm. the 1933 one that was the, that was the same principle with that yeah but, but this... i don't know if that's was that not in color is that it was black and white yeah so maybe that's how it got a little bit better yeah. because I think one, one side of the film looks saturated. So it looks a bit yeah. too 
like you've literally overlapped it and that's made it darker. So you needed to expose that one probably. Yeah, I said to you, you know, it's, it's very apparent if you maybe brighten that up or like made it less washed out. Mm-hmm. Because you can tell the models are a lot, a lot brighter or more in quotation marks, high, higher definition because yeah. obviously they're more a physical thing rather than just a, a screen. Yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't match up very well and you can see that it's like, well, that's clearly not there with that person standing next to them. But Which, they try the best. They but... try the best. I think it's more the colorization of things. So I'm guessing the model is overlayered onto the yes, shot of yeah, the so, people. So it would have like green screen, say, mm. let's say. The model's there against, that's the backdrop. And the, sh- the movement of the, ca- the creature is, yeah. is put there. And then, so then the, the actors will essentially, on the footage, will just be swinging at air or something. Yeah. Obviously, now it's a bit more easier to do that because you can have like somebody with a, a actual person with like those suit things, and you've got little dot things yeah. to make the green screen and just apply the character in post. But it's kind of like where you can physically see, so then you know where you're going to hit. Whereas mm-hmm. this, it's I mean, they do do a fair job of like you know stabbing or poking something, and it's yeah, it's not even that. That's the downside. It's more the colorization of yeah. looking like it's just not on the same. Mm-hmm. page like the humans just look really dull mm-hmm. which they've kind of actually weirdly the animatronics look a lot better which is a bit strange <laughs> but uh, that's that speaks for the film's strength i find and obviously that is definitely really what you're there for to watch mm. sadly sad to say that the, the characters themselves are a bit meh yeah bland. i don't have a favorite character. character i'm not attached i didn't really care do you have a favorite character in the the little owl that comes along. <laughs> Boo-boo or Bobo or Bebo, as I said. <laughs> <laughs> the correct name is Boobo. Who is essentially a, a Greek <laughs> R2-D2, basically. Which one came first? Star Wars. Oh, that's George Lucas, so. I wanted this to be kind of the first little kind of creation where they kind of got the idea no, from. So they, I think they really stole that. I think it has will be a good... If if it was to be like really popular, they'd have like be selling toys of that. I'd have got one. That's like the best bit of the actual movie for me hmm. is when he comes along. Yeah, he's really cute. Yeah, and I love owls, owls. so yeah. this yeah. is like really biased because like my favorite animal would be an owl. So then, eventually, we we come to a point where Perseus encounters Calibos in the swamp. He obviously managed to find out what the riddle is. Because uh, he flies on Pegasus to where the swamp is, and then he's able to win over Andromeda with answering the riddle. So therefore, they're due to be wed now. All that stuff. Oh yeah, and then... I love that. Oh yeah, he's just answered the riddle. Don't even know who he is. I'm gonna marry him now. Like back in the day, that was the thing, wasn't it? Like, yeah. and it's like really that fickle. Like, oh, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like not not really. He spies on you in your sleep. With his invisible helmet, which that was creepy as all. So she'd seen yeah. him in his, her dream. Yeah. And it's like, you know, actually he's not all he's cracked up to be. God, Zeus, is just like giving him everything. Like, oh, here's a shield. Here's a helmet. Like He's not had to work a day. I hate people like that. He's not had to work a day in his life and he's just been given it. Like, and yeah. maybe it's just because I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, like, you wish you could just have something just appear in front of you. But there you go. Yeah, here you go. It's like, a million pounds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen in life like that. Well, unless 
what am I doing wrong? Like, <laughs> unless, you know, like people who, not slagging off anybody, but, mm. you know, if they've got a well-off kind of family and you're like, oh, here's a car at 16. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that never happens. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so then after this, we actually, what we think is going to be the wedding, but then clever mother of the of Andromeda decides to slag off. Mrs. McGonagall. I think it's Thetis is what she's called, Maggie. Smith. I'm gonna remember that now with, with that being like lettuce but thetis. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um so the statue her statue crumbles because we're in the temple of her, I presume, to you know where place to worship. Yeah. And so therefore she takes it upon herself to give like, well, Andromeda is now gonna be sacrificed to the Kraken. But she says in thirty days, it's like why that'd be funny, but why can't you do it now? Like in two days or something, you know, like don't give him enough time uh, to think about it. But there's it. no, but there was no like conjunction with that. Like, right, if you you got thirty days to do this or some, this will happen. It's, it's there's no like threat. It was just like in thirty days' time, this is going to happen. Yeah. It's like there's no sense of redemption within that time to do something against it. Then that'll stop. Which I find odd for the fact of that. It's why thirty days then, if that's the case. But then it's think- never. It's not established. It's also she's not going to show any mercy. So Zeus didn't do that with her son. So I think she's thinking, well, I'm not going to do the same with Andromeda. It's kind of that loom, I think, of 30 days and that suffering of... But it's not suffering, is it? It's just dragging it out. Yeah, but that that, not... for, that for some people could be... Like for me, I think that I'd rather just within two days be fed to the Kraken than... For thirty days, yeah. worrying that I'm going to die in thirty days, like, which mm. one would you prefer? Well, we prefer to get it over and done with, type yeah. Thing, but so that's why she's doing it. So it's like a bit more cruel because mm. you're dragging it out, aren't you? But it doesn't work to our favour because now it's like, oh, we need a plan, yeah, from Perseus and and the guards of Joppa and everything to come up with something. And it's but as well, he's got Zeus on his side every way. She's never going to win because. Obviously, Zeus is stronger. Anything that Zeus says goes. Mm. So this is where we kind of get, again, Zeus wanting his son to better. Yeah. That's when you get the owl. Yeah, Bubo. Bubo. Because I love her, though. The, yeah, the other goddess won't give her the real owl. <laughs> Don't blame her. No, why would you? She's yeah, so cute. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's because he lost his helmet in the swamp, which, to be fair, isn't... He started having invisibility, but... Every time you put it on, that's a bit annoying. I think that you'd be like an on-off switch for that. <laughs> yeah. It's... Like, I don't want to be invisible right now. No. But then, I guess same with Harry Potter's Cause cloak. Because it's... It's... then you'd have to carry it around all just like, why aren't you putting your helmet on? Well, yeah, true, on, yeah. It's, it's very obvious. But anyway, so now it's a, a quest to... And they go to the these, like, blind witches... With the third eye kind of thing, because obviously yeah. they can't see, see, so they've got this glass eye thing that they're looking through. They do that quite cl- cleverly, I think, to be fair, with... The makeup. Yeah, and the trickery of... Um, How he gets... Gets information, and obviously in the eye, and... That's with Bubo flying down. Yeah. Thing. So I, th- I think he's very much the crux of this, really, because he's, you know, he can fly around and just get these little things to help him out. So I, I think don't... without him around, I don't know how he would have no. got around that, to be fair. but And they wouldn't have then got the information that they needed to go mm-hmm. on to the next kind yeah. of stage. stage. Which is to go and get Medusa's head. 
mm-hmm. to petrify the kraken. Yeah, so that is quite a good piece. I think this gets a little bit more interesting to the yeah. back of the end. It's it's a bit like, in a sense, how you know how Jaws mm-hmm. has the you know like you, it's kind of but that has a lot more build up and mm. through that, and then it's like you don't actually get out into the water until like an hour yeah. into the film, and then that's when it obviously kicks in re- for real. But then, yeah, but yeah, this is it's way way worse, and it, it's 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 trying to build up. And the but, thing as well, like the actual monsters, you don't really, because this is obviously for Monster March, I was like, what is your main monster? Because yeah. you don't really get to see him until the, you get a bit of a shot at the beginning. Yeah. But then nothing. Well, the, the reason I picked this one out really is because, one, it's a fairly light-hearted one. Mm-hmm. So, it'd be, so you can't really argue, oh, this is the same as Monster Destroys City kind yeah. of thing. And it's you know of Greek mythology, so there's there's all sorts of different monsters. Have it you? I mean, you have not including Pegasus because he's not really a monster more as mythical, such, more isn't mythical he? creature. You've got the vulture, Calibos himself. I guess you could class yeah. him as a monster because he's become that way. The kraken, the two-headed dog, which becomes that's before you get into Medusa's layer and Medusa herself. So yeah. there's a whole variety of. Would you not say Medusa is a little bit mythical, no? No, I would not say so. I would say definitely more a monster. Would you? Because, well, what she is is a hideous snake. I I feel like they're just being a bit mean to her, to be fair. That's the whole premise behind her being that way, a a creature so horrifying that if you look into her eyes, you turn to stone. True, but I don't think she means to to do that. It's not her fault. She's cursed, isn't she, into being a horrible monster? Yeah. Again, it's the jealous gods playing their part on this, or how it's established. Yeah. So then you get this handy shield that Zeus has provided, which he speaks through to him initially at the beginning, doesn't yeah. saying that this will save you life and it'll be One day, yeah. quite vital. So it feels like he was kind of saying to him, hold on to your shield. You can lose your hat and your helmet and your sword. Wouldn't advise losing your sword, though, to be fair. But... No, but, you know, kind of... You're going to need your shield more than you probably think. Yeah. So obviously he kind of does this clever thing of apparently, and I don't really know how accurate this is, where apparently if you look through your shield or what about if you look Reflection. through a mirror? Like, well, that's the same, same difference there. I don't. I feel like she still should be able to turn you into stone. Yeah. I don't know. As, as Again, the film doesn't say, say that as, as fact anyway, but yeah, you would think, well, Sure, it's the same principle, but I but guess like not. But like, he's like, oh, if I look through my shield because I'm not looking straight at her, <laughs> I'll be all right. And it's like, well, how did you even know that that's going to be yeah. okay? It's to test it out someone. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, all right, guy. <laughs> Warrior number three. Have a look and see Go if you can see if you can do that. But how it works. But I, I think other than the the vulture itself, it's probably the one of the most effective. Of the stop motion thing, I guess the lighting helps in this one particularly. Mm, yes. very dark and and there's not as much interaction with the so, people. With the people, yeah. so like she's shooting like bow and arrows yeah. kind of thing, because she's from a distance. There's one shot there, and then obviously you're shooting back to him. Yeah, so I th- think that's another. Yeah, you're right. That's probably another reason why that works so well because it's very limited interaction with it, other than you know chopping the head off. But that's not too bad, is it? Because yeah. it looks like he could have probably just done his shot there. Yeah. And it's and kind just, of just a sword and an arm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that works. Whereas I think I saw it more so when 
they'd got Medusa's head and obviously they were going to sleep in this gale force wind. Um, yeah. Which, like you even said while we're watching it, nobody would be able to sleep in that. Even if you were that knackered, you wouldn't be able yeah. to. <laughs> um, be cold for one thing. Yeah. And then obviously we've got some kind of scorp- is scorpions. Oh, yes, there was an- yeah, so it was another monster, sorry, yeah. From the blood of um, Medusa's head. That yeah. gets scattered on the thing. Calibos decides to be an arse and do that. <laughs> Like, oh, well, yeah, I'll stop you. And the they guys get... in your tracks. And then, yeah, they turn to these giant scorpions. And, yeah, this is, like, mm. one of the examples of where mm, poking at the air. Yeah. yeah. But and it's like, well, yeah, this the scorpions look really great, but you don't. And sadly... then you get that line as well round them a little bit. Yeah. As well, like, like this blue out. line. Yeah. yeah. I also see it in the scene of when they're trying to tame Pegasus. Yeah. That <sighs> Pegasus for me is... I quite I would say it's my favorite because obviously I've grown up loving horses so I used to love my little ponies mm-hmm. watching Hercules I used to want a flying horse who wouldn't yeah um <laughs> so kind of trying to see him taming Pegasus it was a bit disappointing with the far out shots it just looked really bizarre like very jolty but then some bits when they were close up of him on the horse and it was just like wings that yeah. looked quite realistic compared yeah. to the wider shots where you can just see him flying in the sky well there's a, or, or, or sort of like the loops of where it's obviously just footage of the horse running but it's kind of like just moving downwards mm, like, on yeah. a, like almost like a taking a, a gif and just dragging it down <laughs> along the screen or something it's like yeah it's yeah. not very convincing yeah i admit it doesn't show that show its age very well unfortunately mm, i think that was it's a shame really i feel like they need to kind of remaster it a little bit and clean it up but then i don't think that even today's standard i don't think you'd be able to clean it, it would take a lot of work anyway mm. to try and clean it up but i highly doubt this will be something they'll think let's make a 4k of this and clean it <laughs> would you buy it if they did i'd have to see some really solid footage to be pushed swayed towards that i think because i know they did it with flash gordon and i know they've done a pretty good job mm. with with that but I think even that you can, you'll there'll still be certain shots. You can't fix everything up as much as you try and the will of everything. It's sure, they of... could get rid of that blue line, line though. That'd yeah, be quite easy but... to tidy that up. But I think to be fair with this film, there's some amazing parts, but you can't improve the acting, can you? <laughs> no, no. Sadly, sadly. That, that's nothing you can, that be, can be fixed. That's how it is. That's how it's always will be now. But so in this fight, Calibos meets his demise from this sword. So that's him done and dusted. So then we're kind of getting to the point of where Perseus... Yeah, he ends up like, almost like defeated, but then Zeus comes in and kind of steps in like, oh, I'll just put you, the figure back up. Oh, yeah. I think so then he gets his second wind to come, come and help. Back. Yeah. Because obviously the Kraken is now being released. He's at this point, yeah. I love and... how they have to put her in a really shiny dress, do her hair and makeup, yeah. and then tie her to a rock, and it's like... But that's kind of reminds me a little bit of King Kong-ish with that, because with the chains and such, kind of like the yeah, sacrificing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing they took it from King Kong. Well, Ray Harryhausen was very much inspired by the stop motion that was mm. in King Kong, so that's how his sort of career started from that, really. So that kind of makes sense, you know, very much a strong inspiration. So it's... I kind of remember when I watched King Kong, I wasn't... I really struggled with it just because I think of the date sometimes of the film but no i can see where you're coming from with the kind of linking it back so obviously now we've got this kraken that appears which it 
what what do you think of the Kraken? The way it's designed, the way it moves, so wait, way it's designed, I think. Yeah, uh, it's not. I guess it's not choice, but I guess it. Of one fact, I didn't actually know about the Kraken is it's not even anything from Greek mythology. It's more from Scandinavian mythology. So I guess there was a bit more creative freedom with what it could be to make it work. I think, as we sort of know from, or what what some people know anyway, from like Pirates of the Caribbean, it's portrayed as like a giant octopus creature. So has it got like well, yeah, eight arms? Well, probably even more than that if it's... Because com- this only had that it was more like humanised, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was more like a reptilian fish. And obviously, you know, we're going to get those bottles of rum. Yeah, the Kraken. The Kraken. Rum. It's got a picture of one depicted on... Yeah, I think an octopus would have probably looked a little bit more convincing with the animatronic side of things. So it doesn't really look like it really goes nearer that that much because of the scaling. Yeah. It kind of is really, really tall and she's on like this little low rock. Yeah. And it's kind of splashing water at her, really, I feel. It's not like kind of making much impact of trying to even grab her. No, there's only like one instance where it's kind of thing, but then it's like Pegasus and then flies in. But yeah, I get what I mean. It's kind of like there's a lot of... It moving around like like he's all right, I'm here now, but then it's like then just load close shots of them going uh, uh yeah like there's not much going on and the, re- the reactions from the crowd and everybody else and it's yeah it's like yeah come on we can speed this up a little bit to, to get to that point we get the boobo again comes comes, comes along and helps Perseus out Pegasus gets knocked into the water. And then Bubo comes, he, well, he himself gets knocked knocked around and then it's like, I'll get the bag from the water with Medusa's head in. So he's kind of like, again, well, thank God he was there. Yeah. <laughs> the strongest character there. Uh, and he doesn't and... even speak, but it seems <laughs> better than any of the actors. <laughs> and lo and behold, the head of Medusa then petrifies the Kraken into stone. and then Which I don't almost... understand because she's dead. It's like, how is she still being able to petrify people if she's not alive? I don't know. Still, I don't, it's it's just one little, of those. That don't wash with me, that. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's just how it is, and I kind of just accept that fact, really. But, but then he, Percy's then carelessly just chucks it head in the water. It's like, when well, anybody could find that washed yeah. up and to, oh, what's this? And then, then, then they the, the stone. And then someone else comes along and, oh, what's this? And then it just being on the cycle. So really, he should think less carelessly, really. Of what is impact, so he should be punished for that, shouldn't he? For chucking her head into the water. Well, he's not, of course. He's no he harm. could have killed many fish in the sea. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. So. The ocean. And then, yeah. Yep. Not thinking of his repercussions there. Definitely not. So then, yeah, everything's all hunky dory, and then oh, they're yeah. all. Yeah, you know, he gets his star in the constellations, and so does Pegasus for the bravery. Definitely, Pegasus deserves it. What about Bubo? No, he, he, he didn't get. A, he well, didn't I get think mentioned. he should. Pegasus didn't do much, really. All he did was fly. For after it, it got stolen by somebody. So Calibos, yeah, stole yeah. him away. Bubo had to rescue him then as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't get lucky though, does he? Bless him. No. So we say we determine that he's probably the best character in it. Really. Yeah. He's not. He doesn't even speak. Yes, he's the best character. So that's that's pretty much the film. Mm. Yeah. Not not feeling this was a really strong one for Monster March. Then the I think it. it's a strong Monster March film, and I think he's right with the 
encounters that we do have several. I want to go with something a bit different, really, to spruce it up a little bit more with, you know, determine what is, because like I said, I don't want to just do the same. Oh, I'd have got bored, I think, um, if, if we were just the same and same and same. Because there was a whole array of different things that, f- that featured, like Ray Harryhausen stop motion animation in, but I think in this one is one of the particularly well-known ones. There is another one that does have more other Greek mythology in, but this is like his second one in dealing with Greek mythology, but it was like his final film that he was involved with before he's retired. But I think at this point as well, it's probably, it was probably a good point for that because it was becoming somewhat a dying art, really. It's a shame, isn't it, really? Because yeah. it does add some beautiful kind of elements to it, and I think I prefer the animatronics. But that's, like I said, that's what you are there for to watch, really, the spectacle of, of these creatures brought to life through but that. But... Even within, I think it just adds more to a film. So, like, for example, if we're going for, towards Dark Crystal and the Muppets um, kind of mm-hmm. being portrayed that way, yeah, you kind of get more life and emotion, even out of then it being sometimes drawn or manipulated on a green screen, I feel sometimes or I like get... Like a CG character. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. a 3D character, like from that Pokemon film that we watched. Uh-huh. You yeah. just get more kind of detail and it feels more real. <laughs> yeah. So this final film was the one he worked with other animators, whereas before he'd, any of his stop-motion stuff, he would be solely his doing. He hadn't had anybody else think about wow. that, like amount of character models and things mm. to do the steps to make, say, the snake's head move and also her blink and move that this way, position her head and all that kind of stuff to do Maybe all that. Maybe he's a little bit of a perfectionist, possibly. Because <laughs> um, I can yeah. imagine if somebody moves something by accident. Yeah, you cannot simply just, like, go away if the phone rings. You can't just get up and walk away and they'd be like, oh, where where did I leave off now? Yeah. Like, and then that look a bit dodgy in the, the, you know, you take the picture and then go next step. Yeah. Just, I do respect people who do stop motion for that because... The patience. I, the patience you must have to do that for like a second mm-hmm. animation just. I know I did it mind. in uni. I did do, but it oh, it was rubbish. I've it, tried it before, but I tried rush ahead and go. Oh, just yep, just move there, 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 and there, and it just doesn't just come out. It's it's a fine art. Yeah, definitely. especially with what I had to do because I decided to do spoons. It was like a little bit like Forky, really, <laughs> but I just. Ah, uh, Disney stole your idea. I know. I just didn't get there in time. Um, but I had blue tack on a spoon's foot, uh-huh. so that was really hard to move the blue tack. Okay. To kind of not so mush bl- it in. The blue tack were his, his feet. feet. Yeah. Okay. Did he have googly eyes? Yes. Oh, did he have pipe cleaner hands? No. Oh. oh. No, I don't think <laughs> did, he did. Did he have a mouth? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's pretty much forky, uh, but spoony. Um, <laughs> And oh, I wish you had a picture. <laughs> I'll have to see if I can dig something out of my like old camera and see if I've got something. like, oh, Disney. <laughs> so I think he had a little family going on and everything, but it, w- it was so hard work because the spoons were too heavy to stick on the blue tack, so they kept on falling down. Oh, okay. And then it's like moving the blue tack, and then blue tack's not a great idea because obviously it marks your... Surface. Surface. Yeah. So then you can see where he's been. <laughs> oh, <laughs> these, footprints. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all these little ha- life hacks that, mm-hmm. you know, just a simple concept of a spoon. Yeah. Maybe I should have gone with a plastic spoon, though. Yeah, Mine was a metal ah, one. Ah, okay. 
there's the difference. Yeah, there's the difference. <laughs> yeah, so it was obviously for an audience. I feel like probably like seemed very outdated back even at back then in the early eighties. For like, oh, this is this isn't very, you know, the technology has stepped up now because like you think about round about those that time that was like when Star Wars like Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. was out and obviously using a lot more digital effects and you still had sort of stop stop motion but it was like go motion as well applied to it as well with things so bring it more to life and everything so you know these technologies that are creeping in it's like well, yeah this is this is the way forward now this is what the people want so sadly it's it's an art that is kind of dying out a little bit but i mean like unless it's full fledged studios taken apart and you know like um people made Coraline and Paranorman and mm-hmm. things like that where it's obviously totally dedicated to everything is stop motion yeah box box trolls and things, I think that yeah. works yeah. better yeah. sometimes than trying to incorporate like, it into live action yeah, yeah I agree yeah so with that being said then I think we'll go to the scoring if you want to do that I feel like I've been really horribly monster match. I don't know if it's just because it's not my kind of thing, or I think I gave Jurassic Park three a three, didn't I? I I can allow that for that one because of because where I gave it a four, and Alex gave it a four. So I don't feel like this one's going to be going much higher personally f- right. f- okay. for me. I would not watch it again. I didn't fall in love with it apart from the little owl. Mm-hmm. It's see, I think the acting really let it down for me. It was, mm-hmm. You've shown me some really good films of acting, and I have a bit of a high expectation now. And then mm-hmm. when somebody's poor and weak, which I would have never noticed if I hadn't met you, it wouldn't have even bothered me. Mm-hmm. You've ruined it, and now I'm like, they're rubbish. I could try and act better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I think I don't know if you're really kind of. I think I'd probably give it a five just for the animatronic side of things, I would have rather just had it without the people. The people are the ones that ruined this film for me. Yeah, I will say, imagine my excitement when I learned, this is like just after you, I'd finished uni back in 2010, mm. when I was learned of the fact that they were going to do like a remake of Clash of the Titans, so like a more modernised version. Yeah. And then to find out, on from that, like when I go to see it, like went with my brother to go see it in like three D and everything, like well, this is gonna be amazing, and it was such a letdown. Was it really? Even for is a that... modern retelling of the the story, and it was just just like just ridiculous. Is like... that because they didn't use the animatronics? Is that what it no, was? No, there was or... no. It was all you know, like full three D computer generated. Yeah. Console. Although, the, to be fair, the three D was absolutely non-existent. Wearing the three D glasses for that film, it was just like, what was the <laughs> point? I don't know why they, why I even did that. You know, it was such a fad mm. for having films in three D. It's just a slight bit of depth, but it wasn't. Yeah. There was nothing clever that jumped out of the screen or anything. It would just give you that sort of perception a little bit. But you, talk, you know, it's like when you take your glasses off, and it's like, well, this is this isn't really There's making no a difference, difference essentially. So with that, it's 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 kind of hard to. Like, for me personally, like, saying about, like, which would I prefer to to go back to? I don't think, really, I don't hold that one in high regard. Is it because... The, the, the remake, that is. Because and Domino's of, like, not as pretty, is that what you're saying in that one? I, don't, I really can't remember much about it, but... 
all I know, I remember there's like, you know, with these like, doom, like slow motion and oh. all that, and just all this sort of other cringe. I know the, this film itself has its bit of like campiness about it with the mainly the people, really. Yeah. They're like, I'm hamming it up a little bit. But so for me, it is hard to now justify this as like anything really super fantastic. Mm. Still, in, but in still better than the remake that I saw. That was so hyped for, and then just really let down. I can I can appreciate the models, especially as being like the art of that is fantastic. But when they interact with people, it's obviously definitely shows. Yeah, it weakens sadly, it, doesn't it? Weakens it, it down, waters it down. Unfortunately, so and the acting. Definitely, the, the acting in, in in exactly it's not what you're there for, really. And there's not really a strong character that you're willing to want to do well. The the only one who's got a bit like sort of comic relief is the he's called Anon, who's like the the, the philosopher guy, who, yeah. who's like the friend of Perseus on the who he first meets on the island of Joppa. But he was okay. He was he was light hearted and everything. But um, yeah, it's everybody else is a bit the you only. Know, couldn't give toss about really <laughs> yeah pretty much fair. i agree completely on that one yeah. i think that's why i gave it such a low score mm-hmm. for me i need to feel a bit of a connection mm-hmm. and yeah. i think i didn't really yeah but you're going with five i'm going with a five yeah okay. i'm sorry no that's fine i totally agree it's not i certainly don't think it's for everyone it'd be hard i certainly a hard sell these days to get someone to really be like, oh wow this is amazing maybe spur your imagination a little bit with the the figurines doing mm. the animation but it's 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 tricky to like i always admire like the animation yeah, side the craft. of it yeah, yeah that that i will never go away mm-hmm. but then if you get a classic like singing in the rain where everything is That's just a knockout timeless yeah and yeah whereas yeah. this isn't this really does get dated okay. and i think that's yeah. why my score's so low okay now i don't know whether to, to for me my scoring it's either going to be Six. I don't even know if it can reach a six point five. To be honest, the more I think about it, I really think it's more of a six. Yeah, and is that same reasonings really on my part apart from the animatronics? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I think it's really is the thing. It just sad, sad to say because this is a, a very much epitome of so to you, it was the epitome of like a Sunday afternoon mm. watch that you'd have, and it's kind of just like just background. Yeah. Thing, but very much you'd be probably more heavily invested in doing something else while thing, <laughs> until the monsters come on screen, and then you'd be interested. That's yeah. That's how I would see it. So yeah, sadly it doesn't because it is doesn't work. In its two favor. hours long, this film is in like for an, an hour and a half. It feels mm-hmm. you're kind of getting a little bit of drama coming in, like maybe yeah. in the hour and a half, kind of then knowing that the Kraken's going to be released in. All of that action kind of happens in the last thirty minutes of the film, which so I feel yeah. like some of it could be chopped out. But yeah, I guess you'll be happy to know that I kind of like I'd look back on from previous things, and putting at six, which I'm going to, I've rated Dirty Dancing like a point five percent higher. So I'm well made up with that. <laughs> Oh, that is funny because I know when we were watching it, you weren't that happy with the dancing, hmm. so to speak. You were a little bit like, hmm. 
But actually, that the fact that you're putting it over a monster film, <laughs> what does that say, Paul? I don't know. Growing up, I don't know. In a yeah. sense, yeah, like in romance. Yeah, so maybe Pokemon, though, so, <laughs> so maybe not completely, but maybe I'm influencing you. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Yeah, in the bad it's... habits. Well, I'm sorry, this wasn't what I intended to it to be. I thought, particularly with the little owl boobo little robot that thing did. flying around was probably what would maybe appeal to you the most but I think yeah even I was kind of like going through it and thinking hey, this isn't as maybe as good as I remember it being it's a shame when that happens isn't it I know there's been a couple of films that we've watched recently like that happened to me with Dirty Dancing a little bit yeah. to be fair your adult head watching something not so kind of in tuned and looking at it like from a more critical aspect yeah can disappoint you whereas other films like when we watched pretty woman that didn't fail to give me enjoyment like it did mm-hmm. and like for example singing in the rain that being a classic but i've never seen it before yeah. it's still timeless and um it's a wonderful life yeah so when you're comparing films when you've got like strong that, stories and everything that that's what solidifies it as a good mm-hmm. film and that's what keeps you going back to them so yeah it's yeah just things like that can just you know, tastes change over time, so... And this is yeah. one of those It's a bit bittersweet, though, when that yeah. happens, isn't it, it's really? Like, yeah. Because you kind of want to... Keep hold of things like that, that kind of, like, maybe, like, certainly for me, like, very much part of my childhood. Oh, I'm sorry. That I know, don't say sorry, because <laughs> like my, my sort of realisation of that I'm not... You haven't said, oh, because you said it's, it's not very good, <laughs> but I've seen it for myself. I'm not, like, trying to... De- super defend it like oh well well no thing. that's true other than the fact that the models but that's that's really what drew me to it as a child so yeah. it wasn't like oh this acting's incredible no <laughs> that was never the case at all <laughs> it's a shame really yeah. isn't it yeah but if you want to go and watch something for two hours it's something to waste your time mm. on i'd certainly recommend it over the 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 2010 clash of the titans and they did like a follow-up with wrath of the titans so i don't think I even bothered watching that one so <laughs> It's it's more if you want to if you want to see the work of Ray Harryhausen, who's he's no mm-hmm. longer with us, but he's a fanta- he was a fantastic stop motion animator. Then do check out for him at least to see yeah. the, the monster creations come to life. Definitely, and I think for me, kind of just a credit on how they do that art yeah. piece really yeah. is amazing, and I think that's the only thing that that's why. I could have marked it lower for the acting. If they hadn't had that, it would have been really, really, really a bad film. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much anyways for listening to us. I hope you've enjoyed it. We do have some more exciting, more Monster March films coming up. Yep. Um, but we just didn't want to go with the same norm of, oh yeah, it's a monster, it finds a pretty girl, it mm-hmm. crashes into a tower yeah. <laughs> yeah. aspect. Yeah. So please keep tuned in for that. Next time, so we'll... I'm really hoping you're going to like this one, though. More self-aware of what it's doing in terms of silliness and campiness, I suppose. And that'll be the King Kong versus Godzilla Japanese It's going to be interesting, this is, because I feel you're going to go more Godzilla within this, and I think I'm going to be more of a King Kong girl. Well, we shall see with this one. But this is really in, in preparation for when, obviously, at some point, whenever we get the chance to see Godzilla versus Kong, whenever that comes out for us here in the UK. I know HBO Max and the cinemas in the States are getting it within 
end of the month maybe but whether i don't know when we'll be able to get to see it but it's hopefully kind of like, they'll release it later on in the year because at the moment our cinemas are not even open are they no i do that that really feels like a cinema yeah going film and it's a shame that probably won't that probably won't be the case this time for this type of caliber of film mm. but thank you very much for listening to this episode you can check out our previous monster march episodes from last year yeah, yeah. and also this last one we did Jurassic Park, which very popular episode. Yeah, we had a very good guest as well. <laughs> um, on if you you can find that and the other episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you may get your podcasts from. And of course, you can follow us on the social media under the handle sp underscore film viewers on Instagram, Twitter sometimes facebook but we're mostly on the other two platforms yeah definitely on the instagram platform so thank Mm -hmm. you so much for following us and supporting us Mm -hmm. and hopefully enjoying most of the content that we're providing (laughs) (laughs) if you want to leave us a message or anything or recommend any films that you think that we should cover it'd be much appreciated any of your thoughts yep so thank you very much for listening and we will speak to you next time thank you very much speak to you next time bye now